Welcome to What the Wealth, a financial planning and investment podcast for professionals and families to help you navigate life's financial transitions. Jonathan's mission is to facilitate the ability for you to plan for and create the life you love, free from anxiety about money. And now, here's your host, certified financial planner, Jonathan Bedner. Welcome to the 38th episode of What the Wealth. I'm Jonathan Bedner, certified financial planner, and here today to talk about dreams some more, purpose, why. And it's really hard to, to sometimes identify and decide what those dreams and passions and purpose and why is. So today I have some questions to kind of use to help you understand and maybe write down, do a little provoking so that you can maybe take a little bit better grasp on on what your purpose is, what's important to you, what your dreams are. And the reason I say this is because I talk to a lot of people and a lot of financial advisors talk about goals. What are your goals in 10 years? What are your goals in 30 years? What's your goal over the next two years? What are your short-term goals? What are your long-term goals? And no one knows how to answer that question. It's it's uninspiring. You know, It's really just kind of lame. I mean, no one knows how to answer the question. And because there's no follow-through, there's no alignment with those goals to either their dreams or their core values, then they get given up on rather easily. When you don't see instant success, then you know you you want to move on. So in this episode, I want to try to give you some framework to try to help you think about answering these questions and, and just provide some clarity for you so that you can write down your own and know, you know where you are today and how do you get to where you want to be. So there's several questions that I have you know, for, for you all today that will help you, help you with this framework. And the first question is what's important to you about money? And again, this can be a little bit harder to answer for some people. It may come right out of the gate um, or, or, you know, right off the tip of their tongue. They know exactly why, why money is important to them, but to others, this is a little bit philosophical and you start having to really kind of dive into the why. And a lot of times we're so, our brains are so configured is I guess is the right word to, to what we're doing on a daily basis. We have our routines, wake up, take a shower, go get our coffee, you know, go to work. Uh, Obviously you need to get dressed. That's kind of a dumb, you know, no brainer thing to say. (laughs) Get dressed is very important. Um, Go to work. I pick up the kids from school, come home, make dinner, get them, get the kids ready for bed, go to bed, and then, you know, restart. Or, you know, if if you're older, then it, it may be, you know, with doctor's appointments or, you know, seeing grandkids or volunteering. But you, you create this habit, um, and people are creatures of habit, so you just recreate the same purpose over and over and over on a daily basis. But... The purpose is, you know, a mile wide and an inch deep in those scenarios. And what we want to do is make the purpose, you know, an inch or two or three wide, but we want to make it a, a mile deep. So you, you're really honed in on what your purpose is, what your why is, what you want to do, and then you can really dive in deep to those things. So answering that first question, write it down. What's important to you about money? 
um, and take a few minutes to sit there and reflect and think about that and just write down what, what that may be. The second question is, and some of these get to be, you know, a little, a little depressing, maybe a little morbid, but I think it's important to kind of think about those and, and how you would answer them. The next question is, um, imagine that you're financially secure. You have enough money to take care of your needs now and in the future. What dreams do you have? You don't have to hold back. You, you can de- describe a life that is is completely yours. No holdbacks, no nothing. How would you live? What would you do with your money? You know, would you change anything? How would you uh, spend your life? What would you do if you were in that position? You're financially secure. You have not a care in the world. What would you do? And this is where you kind of, where I've talked in the past about opening up that proverbial dream journal. You know, as kids, we think about, you know, when I grow up, I want to be an actor. I want to go to culinary school or I want to go to the moon and be an astronaut. And, you know, as a, as much of a joke that may be that last one going to the moon, you're, you're starting to see reality is two billionaires are, are spending a lot of money, three billionaires, really. Bezos, Branson, and Musk are all very active in space travel and want to send, you know, tourists up up to do space travel. So, you know, open up that proverbial journal, that dream journal, and really think about, you know, what you want to do if you didn't have any care in the world and you were financially secure. Again, write that question down. Imagine that you're financially secure and then write down your answers to those. How would you live your life? What would you do with the money? Would you change anything? The third question is, is how would you like to be remembered? And this is where you start to have some emotions really start to kind of play into this question. Because I think we all want to be remembered for the things we've done right, the the people we've impacted, the lives that we've lived and, and making sure that we, you know, we leave this place better than we found it. And so, you know, it's important to kind of identify how you want to be remembered, because if you don't have it written down, then you may not be pursuing those things to be remembered the way you want. And you may just be living a willy nilly everyday life. And there's nothing wrong with that whatsoever. But I go back to, you know, we need to leave this place better than we found it. And while this is not a recycling podcast, it, it is important that, you know, we are living with purpose and having that that mindset of, of leaving this place better than we found it will, will help you find where you're supposed to be in giving back or, or doing whatever you're supposed to be doing. But um, identifying how you want to be remembered would be very important. So again, write that question down. How would you like to be remembered? And then answer below that. Question number four, describe what your life looks like in 10 years. This is kind of gets to some of those goals thing. It's hard. You know, what, who knows what 10 years looks like? You know, we just came out of a pandemic that no one would have ever expected. I mean, honestly, we all kind of live our lives thinking that that would never happen to us because our 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 medicine has advanced so far that it almost seems barbaric that a, a pandemic could even happen, but it has. And there'll be other catastrophic events happen in the future. So not that we're trying to plan those out, 
but we need to try to plan out what we want to happen so that we're, again, we're not willy-nilly, just whatever happens, happens, but that we're actually taking hold of our purpose and our why, and, and we're making that a reality. So write that question down. Describe what your life looks like in 10 years. You know, think about that in retirement. Where are you going to be? What are you doing now? Who are you with? What is your purpose? Um, it could be volunteering at church. It could be volunteering at a charity. It could be starting another business. It could be retire comfortably. You don't have to be super active, but you have to be doing something. You can't just sit there and watch NASCAR turn left all day. If you do that, you you, you frankly have a, a pretty miserable existence. And so you need to be spending time with those grandbabies. You need to be going on trips. You need to be volunteering. You need to be working. You need to be doing something. Write a book, learn to cook, do something. So again, describe what your life looks like in 10 years. What about retirement? Where would you be? What are you doing? Who are you with? Just write some things down. Question number five, you all of a sudden find out there are five to 10 years left to live. This is where it starts to get a little, a little morbid. No one likes to talk about this. No one likes to go through estate planning either because they have to start answering these questions about what if something tragic happens or catastrophic and it's painful, but we need to start, we need to address that head on. Once you address it head on, then it becomes much easier to deal with and to cope with. So question five, again, if you find out that you have five to 10 years left to live, you never feel sick. You never feel pain. You never feel sick. You never feel anything, but you pass away and you don't know when that will be. So you have no notice. All you know, it's sometime between the next five and 10 years. No notice. You never feel anything. You're not sick, no ailments, no pain, no nothing. What will you do in the time remaining? So what do you do, you do in the next five to you know, possibly 10 years? And would you change your life and how would you change it? I think those are very impactful questions because now you're not talking about, unlike the question before, like describe your life in 10 years, you kind of think about this rosy picture of, well, in 10 years, I'm going to do this. But this question kind of puts some pressure on that. And what I mean by pressure is that some urgency, urgency is a better word than pressure, some urgency around this is all I have left. I don't know when when my time is called or when my day is over up, but if this is how much time I have, I need to make it last. So what do I want to do? That is a fantastic question to answer regarding, you know, having that purpose, having that fulfillment, having the why. Question number 6. This is probably the most dramatic and scary to think about. Question 6. You have one day to live. Notice what feelings arise in you as you comfort your very real mortality. Ask yourself these, these four questions. What dreams will be left unfulfilled? That's a hard pill, pill to swallow. What things did you drag your feet on and, and not get accomplished just because you thought there was more time? And some dreams will be left unfulfilled because they're not, they're not truly attainable. That's okay. We still got to reach for them because if you don't reach for them, you're definitely not going to to obtain them. Wayne Gretzky says you'll, you'll, you'll miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. That's exactly what this question is saying. So we need to reach for those dreams. Some of them we're going to hit. Some of them are not. That's okay. We got to reach for them. So what dreams will be left unfilled? What do I wish had been finished? 
what do I wish I had done? What, what do you wish you would actually accomplish? And what, what do you miss? What did I miss? And I think those are another great way to try to think about, you know, how do you live a purposeful and intentional life? And again, it can be uncomfortable thinking about some of these questions, but I think they're very important to answer and address because what they do is they help you hone in on what your dreams are. And again, a lot of people, they don't know how to answer the goals question, but they also don't know how to answer the dreams question. So this, this framework is a fantastic framework to do that. Again, the questions are, question one, what's important to you about money? Question two, imagine that you're financially secure. You know, what, what would you do with the money? What would you do with your life? Question three, how would you like to be remembered? Question four, what does your life look like in 10 years? Question five, you find out that you have five to 10 years left to live. You will never feel sick. What will you do in the time you have remaining? Will you change your life? And question six, you have one day left to live. Notice what feelings arise as you confront your variable mortality. What dreams will be left unfilled? What do I wish I'd finished or had been? What do I wish I had done? What did I miss? That framework, again, will, will really let you hone in on your dreams, which we will then put on your one-page wealth plan so that we know that we're advancing this ball forward and we're attacking the dreams so we have fulfillment on those. Also providing purpose and why so that you have a fulfilling life. Money's just a means. It's, it's not, a lot of people rank each other against money and it's easy to do, but money is just a means of, of accomplishing what you want to accomplish. So use this framework to, to do that. Thank you all for listening to the 38th episode of what the wealth you can email me at jonathan at whatthewealth.com make sure you go out and create the life you love have a great day thank you for joining us on what the wealth for more information get in touch with jonathan at whatthewealth.com remember to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any information that can help you create the life you love of this podcast is educational and general in nature and does not take into consideration the listener's personal circumstances. Therefore, it is not intended to be a substitute for specific individualized financial, legal, or tax advice. To determine which strategies or investments may be suitable for you, consult the appropriate qualified professional prior to making a final decision. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advice offered through Paradigm Wealth Partners, a registered investment advisor and separate entity from LPL Financial. This information is not intended to be a substitute for specific individualized tax advice. We suggest that you discuss your specific tax issues with a qualified tax advisor.